All right, Andrew, I like starting with your franchise story before we get into the business. Because yeah. very few people, you're, you or I, when we were a little child, said we're going to be in franchising someday. So how do you get to this point in franchising? What was your break-in moment? So uh, in a past life back in New Zealand, I, I worked for a company that was selling barbecues and hot tubs. Um, it was a corporate-owned business at a time, and I, I finished college and started off working there while I was studying. Um, turned into a full-time job, turned into a manager. They then franchised the business. So myself and my family uh, purchased a franchise within that brand, uh, which we owned for seven and a half years, did very, very well, but I, I wanted a kingdom a little bit bigger than my little territory. So I went into corporate. I uh, was working uh, in all sorts of functions from marketing to buying to general manager over 20 odd years inside that brand. Um, and it was time for a change. Uh, I heard about uh, Poolworks, which was a, a brand running in Australia. Um, and John O'Brien, the founder, uh, had a lot of credibility and I, I, I liked what he stood for. Uh, took the opportunity to move from New Zealand to Australia uh, and was worked inside that brand in the Australian office for seven years, including ending up uh, running the Australian New Zealand operation. Uh, and the opportunity come to help uh, support the brand's growth here in the USA. So here I am, based in Dallas, Texas, nearly four years now. So I've been a franchisee and uh, really love working as a franchisor and, and believe in the model and the whole business concept of franchising. Love it. So a few things that I don't want to unpack from there. If, if I... If I were to reflect back with you on your on your career, and, and a lot of people fall into franchising in, in the corporate sense, mm -hmm. very few go franchisee back to, to franchisor. Mm -hmm. Is that life experience as a franchisee the most impactful to you understanding how everything else works? If you didn't have that, would you have the, the tools to be a successful franchisor? I mean, you can read books and you can hear stories from folks about the, the highs and lows of life as a franchisee, but I think living it, you know, in the sometimes you're worrying about payroll, organising people, the buck stops with you inside that empire. I think uh, having some stripes on the back from that time is really important and it, it helps form my thinking when I'm working with franchise partners and prospective franchise partners to, to understand, you know, I literally have walked a mile in their shoes. Uh, and you can't buy that experience. And you did that with your family, right? Yeah. How was that? That was interesting. Um, I was 26, I think, at the time. So full of enthusiasm. I, I loved the brand. I was good at what I did. But the concept of owning a business was all a bit scary. Um, and this this was a company that was new to franchising. So they, they had a few things still to iron out. Um, so the support of the parents financially and um, as, as mentors was important. Um, I've seen families working together in business where it either works or it doesn't. Uh, ours did. Uh, and we, we got out uh, still on great terms, uh, close family, but it can put some pressure on sometimes. But uh, no, we survived well. If you look back at, at your decision, obviously you, you, you had a relationship uh, with the brand and you're becoming a franchisee. Knowing what you know now, you're, you're, you said it was it was not an established franchisor versus Poolworks pool is. Mm -hmm. If you if you could go back and tell yourself, look at here's the amount of money that you have to invest. You should look at everything in the category and then judge it based on other other characteristics of a, a successful business. Would you would you have advised yourself differently? 
I don't think so. I mean, the 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 market that this played in, it was it was lifestyle, so yeah. it wasn't like selling um, begrudge purchases. People were making a conscious decision to be a part of it. It was outdoors, which which personally fits well with with what, what I aspire to. Um, and I had a passion for what they did. Uh, and I think you know you can buy a business on a spreadsheet, but there's there's a connection that's got to come with it. You've got to have real belief and and align with the values of of the both the product proposition and also the brand proposition. Well, and I would imagine that those statements carry into what the business is today. Like, it, absolutely, you have to answer those as it relates back to pool works. When you were going through, you knew what the who the franchisor was, but when you're performing your due diligence and you're doing your homework on the business before you're going to say yes and join this opportunity, were you diving into those? Is it the same process of due diligence as you were doing to become leader of of a franchisor i think so I, you you've got to believe in in what what you're getting into and and really live live the values understand the the nature of it and of course due diligence is the beginning of your understanding there's, there's understanding that comes once you're associated with the brand um, and make sure that uh, my expectations and the brand's expectations are aligned that's that's super critical so let's shift over to, to Poolworks. If I said, tell me what the opportunity is to someone that doesn't understand it, which it, it's very easy to understand it, but how would you want to frame this up to a candidate that's looking at businesses and trying to figure out what 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 would fit into uh, the right uh, portfolio that they have financially and then obviously from a passion standpoint? Yeah, well, if, if I look back, and maybe if I approach this another way, if I look back at the folks that have joined us most recently and look at why they joined our brand and what they saw in it, they were pool owners. Um, they were struggling to find good quality service or, or, or a supplier in a, in a retail environment to really look after the, them and their pools. Um, they joined us out of a sense of service almost and filling a gap in the market. The, the pool service sector is grossly underrepresented in terms of participants and those that are there's there's this this big gap between the guys that do a great job and the ghost trucks um, who are just selling time for money um, the diversity of the the opportunity inside pool which i think is pretty unique um, so we're home service uh, so regular pool cleaning where the guys that do the brake fix or the green to clean or maybe you want to remodel and change the surface structure um, and with the retail supply stores. And for our first 15 odd years of existence as a brand, we were just a service company. Uh, and one day we woke up and realized that the majority of pool owners actually do it themselves. And they may not want to go to a big box or watch YouTube for the all night and try and figure out what's going on. So that, that combination of the service and retail into what we call a hub and spoke model, the hub being the retail store where we base and build our business and empire from, and the spokes, which are the service trucks, which buzz out from that location. Um, gives us really good opportunity. And of course, the, the pool population is massive uh, here in the US and it continues to grow. Um, and once the damn thing's built, you know, it, it needs to be looked after. Uh, and we're, we're there from cradle to grave after the construction of, a, of a, a swimming pool or a hot tub or a water feature or any number of aquatic bodies. So your your opening statement of that on how how franchise Canada is going to even get ingrained and your current franchisees saw the issue because they were pool owners and said I'm struggling to find uh, the service. Mm -hmm. And you and I have talked about this offline too. I, I've gone through that same scenario where I actually put out 
10 inquiries and got zero responses. And so what that shows me is supply and demand is huge in this segment. Absolutely. Beyond after, after I've decided, okay, I see what the gap is. I can clearly see this. My next question starts circulating around like, how can we have this point of differentiation? How can we actually solve this problem? When a franchise candidate starts asking you, how, how, how are you going to set me up to solve the problem? I know what it is, but how do you set me up to solve it? How do you answer that? Yeah, so training is obviously important. We've got aspects of water chemistry, hydrology, um, electrical connections, and all those sorts of things in place. And we've got a, a pretty impressive facility here in Dallas where we've, you know, we've got a, a complete above-ground pool structure where we do uh, a lot of troubleshooting and training in place. So we've, we've proven over 30 years we can take someone who used to be an air traffic controller or a school teacher or selling medical imagery, turn them into someone who's proficient in the art of, of pool care. Um, we need to have a strong brand, um, and our, our positioning is quite deliberate. We're pool works for healthy pool people. Um, health is a quality that people aspire to, um, and it's something that uh, we actively encourage, whether that be the basics of you know healthy water in terms of chemistry to aquatic fitness and those sorts of things. Um, we're deliberately not blue like the rest of the pool industry. Uh, we're teal and cranberry, so. And our name is spelled quirky, right? Pool works. It's it's a little bit different, and it's designed to everyone understands it, but it's a little bit off-putting and off-setting, so it catches your eye. Um, we're, our uh, retail environments have been just updated, and we've got a, a fresh look. And it's for us, it's the female is the typical shopper for the pool. She's the decision maker, and maybe she's frustrated that things didn't get done that she thought were going to be done. Um, but having a retail shopping environment that's female friendly is really important to us as a brand and something we've worked hard on to just another point of distinction from the market. Um, we've got a big team of support specialists here and digital and technology is, is where we think we can really leapfrog our competitive set. Um, most people would not be upset if I said the pool industry is almost the industry that time forgot in terms of technology. Um, and some of the sophistication we're bringing through now in some of our marketing activity to drive the brand and leads to franchise partners. Um, and we've got a significant technology project. Uh, we, we've, we've built a, a bespoke software system from to run the entire business process. These are things that independent operators or even some other chains, it's scary, it's big, and it's bold, but it's what we need to do to help put us on a footing parallel with the rest of the rest of business in America, frankly. Um, pool guys turn up, they might leave a note, they might not, you don't know when they're coming. Um, you might get a bill for something that you're not quite sure what it was about. Um, our guys, you know, when, when we're visiting someone's pool, there's a before and after photo, there's notes about what work's been completed, there's, there's a heads up that, that proactive maintenance might be required. We're providing value to the homeowner, not just a bill. Um, and I think that that's a couple of things that really stand us in good stead and distinguish us. Yeah, I, I love all that. I mean, like, I, I think back to the one of our one of our first clients, and we've talked about this, was a brand called Weekend. It was owned by uh, BioLab, which was owned by Chemtura. Mm -hmm. um, right concept, what they were spas and pool service. They had their retail location that sold the hot tubs and backyard uh, stuff, and then they were going to do the pool service. Unfortunately, this is 2008. 
and Camtura has to file uh, bankruptcy, which disrupts the entire franchise model. But I remember back to that moment, and then I think of myself as a pool owner as well. It's so fragmented that part of, and I would imagine part of the reason why a mom and pop can't solve the technology problem or can't solve the customer service problem, which is now being handed off to the to the homeowner, is because they don't have the financial resources that you as a franchisor, you have, that you're able to build this infrastructure to now hand over, even, even if it's more of a mom and pop mentality franchise owner, you've equipped them with the tools to be big box. And I think that's part of the magic here. Yeah, if, if I think about that, so we're a combination of people new to the industry joining us to understand and, and getting in, in, ingrained in the industry. But we've got a significant proportion of our franchise partners are actually existing pool industry operators who are joining us for that support and structure to scale. Uh, we term it, they're joining us to go, i.e. as part of an exit strategy to sell by our franchise model, or also to grow. So maybe they're adding in different elements of the sector, which were too complicated to do on top of their day job. So they look to us to, put, to provide that partnership and the support to help them be more than they could be by themselves. And I think that's a really strong endorsement when you've got folks that have been doing this 30, 40, 50 years also see value in joining the brand to do a, to do the same things they're doing, but to do them better, smarter, more efficiently and more profitably. And that's that's really exciting. Unless I'm crazy here, there, there are there are some franchisors that the sales process is complicated. The sales team has to spend an exhaustive amount of time educating the franchise buyer what the opportunity is. When I look at yours, I would imagine it's not overly complicated. Once you have someone that is like, I, I see it, I understand it, the cost to get in and how much I can make is sound, uh, the branding is beautiful, the technology and support package is good, like there's not much to sell here. Am I am I wrong in that? It's it's almost an undercover industry. That pool is the forgotten thing in the backyard till something goes wrong. And when yeah. something goes wrong, there's there's a laundry list of things and, and potential costs that come along with that. And I think the people that are reaching out to us and talking with the team about you know exploring the brand initially, they're only scratching the surface of the iceberg in terms of where the revenue streams and opportunities actually are. Um, you know, we've We've got a, a strong close rate for, for helping people if they've, if they've seen this industry as an opportunity. Um, it, it can be as complicated or as straightforward as they want it to be. We obviously need to make sure they've got a good understanding of what the opportunity looks like. But uh, say, super fragmented, um, highly uh, dependent business. Once you've got a pool, you can't stop looking after it. It's a matter of just forming that relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. Who's the who's the avatar persona of your your buyer? Who's your ideal franchisee? Um, we've we've seen a strong swing towards empire builders. So people typically exiting corporate uh, with some management experience and leadership experience. We particularly value leadership experience. Um, we're looking for entrepreneurs, so people who are prepared to be entrepreneurial, but within some guidelines. Um, we're We've got uh, the majority of our system is multi-unit, so people own multiple territories with a goal of multi-store. Um, and we've got fairly generous in terms of geography, the size of our physical territories. And we've already seen a point where franchise partners are starting to sell off portions of the territory to someone else. 
because they've got more than enough opportunity in one patch. Um, so yeah, folks, uh, leadership is probably the number one characteristic for me. Um, they are the folks who we've seen have extraordinary success at scaling rapidly. What about from a financial standpoint? How how much capital is your is your ideal range that you want someone coming to table with? Yeah, we're looking for someone with uh, just north of a hundred thousand to get started in a service proposition. Uh, we are service and retail, so there's a requirement to move to retail relatively rapidly in the, that first or uh, sorry by that second summer, depending when they begin. Um, and that's that's because we know the power of a retail store to grow the service business plus the plus the retail side. Um, there's, I mean, our retail store startup fit out. You're looking at about 150,000, so it's not an extraordinary amount in terms of the scheme of you know if you're looking at food franchises or something like that. $150,000 gets you nowhere, right? So relative, relatively modest in terms of capital intensity, certainly at the beginning. Um, and we, we continue to work with folks to continue to scale up as they reach certain milestones. As leader of the organization, what's your what's your vision for the next year, or whatever time frame you want to speak to? Yeah, so we've, we've got four years to get 300, 300 stores. Um, so I'm talking globally here. Uh, US, uh, we are looking at adding 30, 30 new franchises every year. We believe that's a consistent, manageable uh, growth rate that we've resourced up for. So we've got the support teams and structures and systems in place. We believe that's a nice, happy uh, middle ground. Uh, we might find some ways of going faster if we find the need. But uh, that's what we've geared the business for now for the next three years. Okay. Lastly... Uh, what I want you to do is speak to the why you, why now, and imagine there's some ghost watching this video. They've made it this far and they're thinking about this. They're intrigued. So you're speaking directly to them on why they should even reach out to you now. And what is the opportunity for them? Yeah, I, I think the diversity of income streams is, is just a really strong supporting feature for, for this segment and particularly with this brand. If you think about it, uh, as I said earlier, you've got the regular weekly cleans and people are time poor. So there's a high proportion of pool owners who are interested in getting the pool problems just taken away and their solutions dealt with. You've got the break fix scenarios which always come along. So something goes wrong, the pool goes green, you get a leak, something's happening. We're the folks that can work there. We've got the retail cross-counter business for folks who have an immediate need and don't have a preferred provider, but they're also looking for the guides that can be there when they are in times of need. Uh, we've got commercial business in B2B, so um, really strong opportunity to get into the commercial space, hotel, motel, uh, apartment, condo, HOAs opportunities. We've got programs in place to, to build networks and programs to facilitate that type of activity. And we're also building out our e-com opportunity because there's some people who just want the convenience of shopping online. And uh, at the end of the day, if you've got a pool and, and you believe in what we do and and uh, we we think we can provide a way of supporting you. And so rather than just being a service company that just cleans pools or just a repair guy or just a store or just a remodel guy, uh, we've got all these multiple streams, which gives just such strong uh, durability in, in all sorts of times of economic uh, activity. Uh, being service and retail means that if, if the household income goes up or down, we can still be your provider. You don't need to switch. So I love that. Now it comes now it comes my point of advice. It's such an impactful statement, but it's not the first thing that you're telling me when we get to your site. 
And so you take that insight, what you just said, totally like beyond everything that we just talked about, we start talking about how, the depth of the multiple revenue streams that you just said, that shows me the pathway. That's why you're at 2.1 million in, in average unit volume, because you've engineered that. I would almost put that front and center. Like, I think that's a huge, huge message to anybody that's looking at the business opportunity. 100%. Um, we've, we've spent 30 years getting it right. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring right. it out. Yeah, yeah. let's figure it out. You, you turned up and joined Pullworks on day one. You've got all that learning. You know, you're standing on the shoulders of all that have gone before that's you right. in three different countries, right? And each are a little bit different. Yeah. But that's that's considerably advanced our learning. If you think about it, someone inside our organization is always thinking about the next fall or spring or summer campaign. That's right. And, and it's a lot of it's fully transferable. Well, look, and your your experience going from franchisee to franchisor, going young in your career to established in your career, understand the ins and outs of what, what does success look like, what doesn't. And now this all has equaled to where you're at today. And now you, you didn't come out of the gates and say, I want 100 franchisees tomorrow. You said, let's go get 30. We feel we have the support structure to back this up. That's such a critical statement. Most franchisors say, we want to get 30, but they don't go to the next layer and that say we've built the infrastructure to get us there. And that's, I think that's a big statement. Yeah, it's it's been a, a very conscious effort, particularly over the last 18, 24 months to get the building blocks established so we can go at that pace. I love it. Well, Andrew, uh, appreciate the conversation. Uh, this is another episode of Meet the Zor. For Andrew, I'm Nick. Good luck on your journey. And if you want more information on Poolworks, it's up on the site poolworksfranchising.com. See you. everybody. Take care.